There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. That is the voice of your Yonko host for today, Dr. Jace Attorney. And today, we are here to deep dive the next manga chapter of One Piece. Um, we missed out on last week's chapter, chapter 1055. Um, just as a quick summary, uh, Shank showed up, conquers hockey, Green Bull runs away, bam, done. <laughs> that's that's basically what happened. There were a couple more extra things that happened, you know, Momonosuke getting a um some clear development as a character, as well as the rest of the samurai of Wano. So it was it, it was a sweet moment. It was a sweet moment for the characters because Luffy's watching as everything goes down uh, with Green Bull, and he's like, "Hey, I, I just wanted to see Momonosuke and the rest of them handle their own." And it just sounds in character for Luffy. So that's what happened in last week's chapter. Some some extra things on the side as well. Not saying that was the only thing, but um, it was one of the major things, probably the major thing, aside from you know shanks appearing as always uh but this week we are deep diving chapter 1056 of one piece titled cross guild for our visual listeners or 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 our visual viewers um the video portion of this will be on youtube right now i have on my screen uh the one piece chapter uh, page the first page which is chapter 1056 cross guild uh, and we have volume 15 of katakuri and oven arriving to lay the smack down on <laughs> the good old germa so can't wait to see how that goes down as we get more and more deep into the chapters um but as always like we say with every one piece manga review please support the official release i will have a link to the um chapter that you can read which is 1056 in the description box down below uh for youtube and you can click on that and it'll take you straight to viz media and you can read the chapter for yourself completely for free but with all that out of the way let's deep dive into chapter 1056 of one piece um, so these early portions, you know, just more of the characters kind of uh, talking it out, seeing a uh, Rizo shriveled <laughs> like a tree. Um, this is absolutely hilarious. I just like seeing him like just <laughs> sapped of all life. Um, he kind of looks like, um, oh goodness, the 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 tree from Pocahontas, the old like wise tree. They they honestly remind me of that. They look like trees that are just dried out. Um, so you have Raizo dried out, uh, you have Shinobu here on the side, and just the characters kind of joking around, just, you know, uh, appreciating the fact that they went toe-to-toe -to -toe with an admiral in the last chapter, and they somehow managed to escape and survive. So that's all well and good. Um, of course, Raizo on the bottom saying I w uh, he wishes he had a girl, and <laughs> it it's, just, it's just funny. It's just silly silliness of these characters. Um, then we get some more carrot action or not really action but you know more insight into carrot uh carrot and some of the other characters like duke dog storm and cat viper um i know they have more traditional names in the 
uh actual you know translation of one piece you know the actual like the the raw of the chapter uh but i think viz media went out of their way to call them duke dogstorm and cat viper i'm not sure if these are just nicknames or something but um i mean they refer to themselves as cat and dog like literally in the bottom of this page right here so take for that what you will <laughs> but basically they're saying that they're going to stay there in wano to serve lord momonosuke as samurai of the kuzuki clan uh so that's all super cool and interesting of course you got uh pedro up at the top here the dog storm three musketeers basically saying that hey you know we're gonna be here to protect the country do not worry we have wanda over here as well saying that they're gonna stay behind so basically the whole like mink tribe is there to just you know lay the smack down on anyone else that tries to attack wano so momonosuke is gonna have a very 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 powerful uh, team of protectors against whoever decides to come there again whether it be the navy other pirates what have you they're here to protect them so that is fantastic i love that i love that um so to sum it up as, as they say at the bottom we're leaving zo to uh yogara young folk so there's still people on zo there's still people on zo but like you know the characters that we grew to uh appreciate more in the you know from from zo from the mink tribe they are going to stay here with momonosuke and help protect them um speaking of momonosuke in the next page we get uh you know aged up momonosuke giga chad momonosuke uh being able to see his grandfather again and again it, it's just more of the characters kind of just you know re recollecting everything getting each other's perspective on things and realizing oh my god i can't believe you're here uh you look just like odin you know, it's it's all great to see these characters interacting with each other. So, bit of a touching moment between siblings and you know grandfather. Unfortunately, uh, of course, the Odin, the real Odin, is not there to see the fruits of his labor. You know, with everything that's going on. But hey, we appreciate it nonetheless. Uh, and this is where we start getting a little bit more interesting into the chapter. Not saying that everything else before this was not interesting, but you know the the stuff that piques my interest the most is what's coming up right here uh so on page what page is this this is page seven on page seven of the uh manga chapter uh 1056 we have basically the straw hats um conversing with each other robin is essentially telling them hey pluton is here in wano that blows the mind of everyone especially frankie Especially Frankie, because we all know Frankie's backstory with Pluton, the blueprints, and all that stuff with Tom, the shipbuilder. Um, so this shocks him the most. Um, and then, of course, Luffy, of course, is reminiscing on, hey, aren't those the battle plans you burned up it back in Annie's uh, lobby? Um, so Frankie, of course, confirms with that and basically tells him that the weapon Pluton bears the name of a god. And he asks Luffy, do you want it, Luffy? Do you want it? And Luffy says, nah, I'm good. Which is very in character of Luffy. You know, it's, you know, Frankie posed it as something very serious and very um, uh, earth shattering. I mean, Pluton is. Pluton is one of the few ancient weapons uh, in the world of One Piece that could basically obliterate everything. Uh, so when you present something like that to Luffy, uh, he's likely going to say no. That's not to say Luffy is dumb when it comes to these things. Uh, but I feel like if you put like a little bit of a charming spin to it, where you say something like, um, you know, uh, 
Luffy, it's a cool battleship with so many cannons and all this, uh, all these other extra features, and it's so amazing. Luffy is going to be like a schoolboy and lose his mind and say, oh my god, I, I at least want to see it. I at least want to see what it looks like. Um, whether or not he wants it, you know, that is probably a discussion for a later time, but... Uh, again, Luffy is very childish in nature. You know, he, he likes seeing cool things. Like, uh, again, like, this is the same guy in Skypea where we're fighting against, like, uh, an omnipotent lightning god, and the guy is just flabbergasted at finding a Hercules beetle out in the wilderness. I mean, <laughs> you don't get a lot of that with these main characters. So, Luffy, you know, he knows what Pluton is, uh, but... Again, it's something like, oh, it's a serious thing. Ah, nah, I'm good. I don't want it. But again, presented in a more, you know, uh, you know, like, oh, wow, I can't believe, oh, God, it has all these different cannons and all these weird little gadgets. If you present it, if you present it like that to Luffy, I feel like he might be at least somewhat interested in like, oh, okay, that sounds kind of cool. I want to see it. So that's the conversation with Pluton. Of course, it is cut short as shinobu <laughs> comes in and now she's all skinnied up and everything uh sanji of course being being sanji is now um flabbergasted as shinobu of course of course he is um and then we have karibo karibo listening off to the side and um basically saying you know oh pluton is in wano uh so of course for those of you that don't remember karibo karibo was a character i believe he was introduced in Fishman Island. So he was like one of the first uh, characters, I guess on the villain side introduced um, in Fishman Island along with uh, Hody Jones. Um, and there were other characters too, but I, I specifically remember uh, Karibo from Fishman Island. Uh, and of course he says, I gotta let a certain someone know about this. Uh, I, I probably need to look that up again of who he might be referring to. Uh, the, the name of the person's escaping me, but Again, Karibo up to his mischievous ways, knows where Pluton, or he doesn't know where Pluton is, he just knows it's in Wano. So that already spells trouble, and God only knows where we're going to go from here with that. So, again, uh, we have Momonosuke, uh, you know, a few days later, and he wants to go and have um, Zoro teach him some sword fighting techniques. As he goes to approach Zoro, Luffy, Zoro, and the rest of them, they are all gone. They are all gone out of there, fitting of their, you know, um, their, their mannerisms, you know, Luffy and them. They're, they're never really keen on, like, you know, proper goodbyes. They always are either on the run away from the island that they just saved or, I, I don't know, they they never just hug it out and, and shake hands and say goodbye and be on their way. They always leave in these unconventional ways. And, of course, Momonosuke is like, no, I, I like... I can't believe I, I can't see them be sent off. I have to go see these guys. You know, they're they're my friends. Like, they, they saved my country. So uh, that's all well and dandy. They're on their ship, or at least I, I think they're on one of their ships. Uh, I'm not sure whose ship this is on page 13. Um, but either way, they're at the port, you know, with the kid pirates and uh, law pirates, right? And this is where things get really, really interesting. Uh, every chapter of One Piece is always interesting, but there's always a turning point where it's like, bam, right here, this is where I was sucked into the chapter. So from here, Law, Luffy, and Kid are all trying to figure out 
uh, which direction they're all going to go in. Because at this point, you know, their, their alliance is over. The whole point of their alliance was to take down Kaido. And now that that's over, they're going to be going their separate ways. So they have three potential directions to choose from. Uh, as Law presents to them, you have Northeast, East, and Southeast. And they each have to pick one. Um, Law, of course, being the Giga Chad he is, just picks Northeast. Um, and Luffy and Kid, being the child ones, uh, they say the middle one because, you know, I'm the main character. I, I need to be in the middle. So I choose the middle one. Kid and Luffy pick middle. In other words, they, they choose to go east. Um, so, uh, <laughs> and Law, Law even makes fun of them saying, dude, you guys are just freaking children. You got to be kidding me. You both pick middle. Okay. Okay. Um, but Law's reasoning for Northeast is because he has to move the farthest ahead uh, compared to the other islands. So um, that's where Law is currently with that. And Luffy still loses his uh, middle of the road choice. He cannot go east uh, because he drew the short end of the straw with Kid. Um, and again, uh, Luffy's just upset. And Usopp, I love Usopp off in the corner over here. He's basically saying, Luffy, every every direction is dangerous. Okay, like <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like we we're gonna need a lot of help going to wherever wherever we're gonna be um, end up arriving on. So, uh, and then I like this panel down here. Uh, Luffy basically kind of throws his emperor status at um, Kid, and he's like, "Wait a minute." I who cares? Kid, I am an emperor of the sea. I, I get to choose. Um, I, I get to choose where I get to go. But again, it, it's funny because, you know, that gets under Kid's skin because in his eyes, he's, he's basically saying, dude, like, how is Luffy an emperor? I took out an emperor too. But to be fair, he kind of had a lot of help with, you know, Law and a couple other characters uh, against Big Mom. Luffy... Luffy 1v1 Kaido. <laughs> so um, that's just funny. I, I I like how Luffy basically flexed his emperor status here at the bottom. Uh, but then, you know, with Kid, he is, you know, countering that by saying, you know what, since we're on the talk of emperor status, you want to know who pisses me off right now as to who really made emperor. And this is where this is where this background is coming from, guys. This is where it's coming from. The genius jester buggy d clown um and this poster with cross guild there's a lot to take in with this panel alone so and let's let's address the elephant in the room uh you know uh buggy's obviously an emperor uh we knew that for quite a number of chapters but um it's very interesting that under his command under his command is crocodile and dracule mihawk these are two Giga Chad characters that the world of One Piece knows that they could obliterate Buggy if they wanted to. And also, these are characters that they do not take authority uh, from anyone, especially Crocodile. Crocodile's not going to be taking orders from anyone, but apparently, and, and you know, obviously Mihawk as well, but you know, the. Seeing as how Crocodile was more of a villain in One Piece and he was like the leader of an organization, there's no way he's taking orders from a clown at this point. So um, this was super hilarious just to see. But again, it raises a lot of questions. Why are Giga Chads like uh, Mihawk and Crocodile under Buggy's command? 
Um, is this more like a decoy type of thing? Is this like a distraction? Are they using Buggy as like a, a, a figure piece to just move their agenda, whatever it is? Like, this does not happen without some ulterior motive in hand. Mihawk is there for a reason and Crocodile is there for a reason. At any point, they could easily just, you know, make Buggy shut up or kill him, whatever, and be done with it. But uh, that's what it looks like, what's going on here. And of course, Crocodile brings some powerhouse into this, you know, alliance with Buggy. He has, of course, uh, you know, Mr. One and... Um, Actually, yeah, Mr. One. I don't think he has any form other. I, I don't think he has any other former Baroque uh, members with him. I could be wrong on that, but um, yeah, Mr. One I know is with uh, Crocodile, uh, and with um, Mihawk he has. Uh, I, I, I believe her name is Perona, the you know the the ghost girl, uh, likely with Buggy Alliance. And again, this this guild that they formed, the Cross Guild, uh, is very interesting. So on the next page. Um, let's see. That's not possible. No. And again, again, with the Mihawk thing, Zoro is not even on the same line as, as, um, the others as well. He's basically saying, how is Mihawk like taking orders from Buggy? Like something's not right there. Something's not right. Um, so again, it, it explains why Buggy is an emperor. He has two powerhouses under his name and <laughs> the man has trolled his way to the top. So that's all great. Uh, and, and of course, Luffy off to the corner saying, you know, Buggy's an idiot, right? Like, <laughs> it's funny that the idiot is calling the other idiot an idiot. It, it's it, it's just hilarious. It, it's pure. It's art. It's art. It's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> um, so Luffy realizing the absurdity of this and Kid pointing out something very interesting. So they formed a company, like we said earlier, called Cross Guild. And Crossgill is putting bounties on the Navy. That is something very interesting. So no other entity in One Piece, from what I can recall, has ever really put out something similar to what the Navy does to pirates. And that is what, you know, Kid basically said. They're putting bounties on Navy characters. Um, they haven't dropped any names on any significant Navy members, although I would imagine it's likely... You know, the big houses. I would imagine Aokiji has one. Oh, I'm sorry, not Aokiji. Um, um, Kizaru has one. Um, Akainu has one. I'm sure the big names have bounties. Um, and then Kid, of course, says the Navy's been used to doing all the chasing, but these days they have to fear assassination from civilians. So, again, and, and also the posters that Kid shows in the background of his, um, you know, little thought bubble. Um, they don't look like any characters that I can recognize. Uh, I think these say names, but I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I don't think they're really characters. I, I, I think they're just NPCs as an example to, to basically just say, yeah, these are the characters, um, or or these are examples of potential characters that they might be hunting with Cross Guild. Um, so uh, there's no complaints from Kid, and he's basically saying, you know, once we set foot, once we set foot out of Wano, we're in a fight to the death like all the others. So that's all well and dandy, um, of course. And this is this is kind of a bro moment. You know, they say that they're all going to be enemies once they leave this. Um, they, they they leave Wano. I think that's just the ego talking. I I, I think you know the the baka baka, um, the sussy baka. <laughs> I really think that these guys are somewhat low key friends a little bit because 
law didn't have to do this law basically gave them um you know uh, a copy of the road poneglyph and he basically gave it to them as like kind of like an honor code saying you know you guys have just as much of a right to it as we do you helped in that fight against kaido and big mom you deserve some of the spoils from that battle so everyone is on the same page everyone that was in this fight against kaido and big mom they are on the same playing field and trying to get to uh the one piece so that's all great um you also have killer basically saying we're gonna have to go um put all of our strength into this task if we want to take part in the all-out war over the one piece and kid mentioned something very interesting of course he says uh you mean finding the man with the burn scar that's not enough to go on obviously the man with the burn scar is clearly sabo you know the burn scar over his eye and luffy says uh burn scar what do you mean and law 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 decides to stay quiet off in the corner because he's aware that luffy is not totally um uh you know he the man doesn't know what's going on with sabo and the rest of the world um so they're likely gonna have to encounter sabo at some point and kid of course trolling him he's trolling him he's he's trolling him he's trolling luffy saying well looks like we got the advantage man you know screw you we're we're heading out and uh luffy of course is frustrated with that um and then the last panel uh it closes us off with um <clears throat> yamato basically saying hey i'm gonna go with the straw hats and I'm going to live the way Kazuki Odin did. A lot of people are wondering if Kazuki Odin, I'm sorry, not Kazuki Odin. Um, it, a lot of people are wondering if Yamato is going to be considered um, a new straw hat, uh, along with you know the other straw hat that joined in this battle, which was Jinbei. Um, I don't think uh, Yamato is going to be a straw hat in the sense that he's going to be uh, a permanent member of the crew. I think Yamato is likely going to be like an honorary straw hat similar to what um vivi is you know vivi joined the straw hats she was on for she was with them for a number of adventures uh but ultimately she decided to stay in alabasta once their adventures were over because duty called and it was time for her to leave uh but they still um the straw hat still honored her as an honorary straw hat member she she sailed with them she fought with them she cried and battled with them so um vivi i think is kind of in the same limelight as um yamato i feel like yamato is likely an honorary straw hat yamato is going to join luffy and the rest of them throughout their adventures probably to the end of the saga but once once that whole deal is done yamato is going to come back to wano similar to what odin did once his adventures were done with um sailing with uh i believe it was gold roger um and and then that's it that's it yeah yamato is going to leave the straw hat so i i don't think yamato is going to be an official straw hat because again it's it's, it's going to be very weird if oda introduces it because let's be honest um even though he's been teased for multiple arcs um i believe it was wano that really officially made jimbei the next straw hat member you know he was always viewed as a straw hat uh even though you know he was always off on his own doing his own thing uh but now it, it's it's more official now jim bay's like i am here luffy you i i promise the next time we meet i will meet you as a crew member of the straw hat pirates 
and that what that's what happened in Wano. So if if Yamato is now the second character in the same arc to do that, I don't know. I don't know. Yamato's going to be on the crew, you know. As, 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 as she, oh my God, Yamato is going to be on the crew as an honorary straw hat. But that's pretty much where it's going to be uh, ending at. Yamato's going to join them in the battles and the fight against all these other characters. Um, probably in the final fight as well. And Yamato's a great character. We we all love Yamato. Um, but hey, we'll see what happens as we keep trudging along in this journey that is One Piece. Um, let me actually go back a couple pages real quick because I, I want to see uh something. Okay, yeah, just as an example right here. Um, this panel on the bottom of page seven. It's, it's meant to show like all the straw hats together. You know, this is the room that's filled with straw hats. You got Loopy. You got uh, Sanji. I, I think that's Sanji. Zoro, Zoro in the back. Uh, Robin, Frankie, Chopper, Nami. Uh, that could be either Brooke or Usopp, depending on the afro. Uh, or, or maybe that's Usopp down here on the bottom right corner. Actually, yeah. So this afro character is Brooke. Um, and Jimbe. Jimbe's off in the corner. And, and I just wanted to show that to just show... Jimbei is part of the crew now. He is an official straw hat. Like he is part of their crew, their crew meetups, their crew gatherings. So Jimbei is a shipmate of the future King of the Pirates. And of course, Yamato is going to be uh going and tagging along their adventures as well. But that's pretty much the entire chapter, guys. Let me know what you all think, how the chapter went. Were you hyped at all with Buggy D Cloud somehow bagging in? crocodile and mihawk under his command and now they're putting bounties on um you know navy members i'm wondering what the bounty numbers even look like if they're if they're in any way similar to um the the navy's you know numbers so like is is akainu like three billion berries or something um and, and the thing is you know if they're putting bounties on people they have to have the funds to compensate people for that so or maybe they're not even uh, like hunting the higher end navy officials maybe they're going like for the captains and vice captains stuff like that maybe even some vice admirals uh who knows but um that's basically the chapter folks let me know what you all think in the comments below uh was this chapter pretty exciting um what island is luffy and his crew gonna go into you know what you know since they're gonna be going to the southeast portion i i believe it's the southeast portion that they're going to because um yeah he lost he lost the bet so he's, he'll be going southeast also there's there's one last thing there's a discussion on where the rest of the crew are going in terms of what islands they'll be ending up on um one running theory is each direction is into the territory of one of the remaining emperors so the three remaining emperors are of course buggy blackbeard and shanks um if okay here's the thing a lot of some not, not a lot of people some people think that we'll be heading luffy and the gang will be heading towards shanks i don't think that's gonna happen just because we had an opportunity for shanks to meet up with luffy in wano literally like two chapters ago even one chapter ago and shanks literally said no not yet later later we'll see him later that to me is you know solidifying the fact that okay 
they're not going to see each other just yet. Um, Shanks and Blackbeard, in my opinion, are endgame. Um, they are the type of characters that you do not have the Straw Hats clashing with them until the final, final portion of One Piece. I know we're in the final saga, but this is the beginning of the final saga. The In terms of a narrative you know, viewpoint, I see it making much more sense. Assuming they're all going in the direction of an emperor for their territory, I see it making way more sense that Luffy heads in the direction of Buggy's territory, especially with this whole panel dedicated to Buggy and Crocodile and Mihawk. There's likely a lot of questions raised. Zoro wants to know why Mihawk's under him. And Luffy just wants to know how the hell did Buggy bag these two? Like, how does he have them under his command? So I, I can definitely see Luffy heading in the, in the direction of Buggy. So, and again, that's assuming that we all go in the direction of, uh, you know, each of the, you know, Luffy, Kid, and Law going towards an emperor's territory. They might not go into an emperor's territory at all. We might have a new island uh, in the direction that each character is going in rather than like a territory of one of the emperors. So I don't know. We'll see. But assuming we're going in emperor territory directions, I think Buggy is going to be meeting up Luffy very, 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 very soon. But um, let, it, let us know what you guys think of this chapter. Again, great chapter of One Piece. Um, I, I, I don't know if it's on break. I, I, I don't think it's on break. Yeah, it's not on break next week. So we'll get another chapter next week. Let me know what you all think of the chapter. Don't forget to leave a like, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, at the Yonko Table. And for the video portion, check out at Dr. Jace Attorney on YouTube. But with that, everyone, I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, signing off and have a good day.